Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sustainability Street Podcast. My name is Becky Toll, Owner-Manager of Crowbury Consulting Limited. And today's instalment brings you information regarding the publicly available standard PAS 2060, which is the specification for the demonstration of carbon neutrality. As climate change and greenhouse gas emissions continue to be a prevalent topic within today's society, strategies and actions are needed to reduce carbon emissions and carbon footprints. This remains important for government, industry and communities who all respond to the climate crisis in different ways. In some sectors, being carbon neutral is seen as an important indicator for consumers wishing to choose greener products and services in these areas and is of particular importance to small to medium enterprises. PAS or PAS 2060 has provided common definitions and a recognised method of validation that has assisted in the restoring of credibility of the concept of carbon neutrality. There are several benefits that can arise due to the use of the PAS 2060 framework within your business or organisation. There is enhanced consumer protection with increased action on climate change. It provides accurate and verifiable declarations of carbon neutrality that are not misleading, which leads to the reduction in confusion between different trading organisations. By using and implementing PAS 2060, there's an increased likelihood that corporate entities will make an improvement in their carbon management relating to their production processes, products, life cycles, and in response to customer pressure. There is also an increased opportunity for the public, consumers, and purchasers, and potential purchasers to make more informed choices. The PAS 2060 specification provides a credible and logical roadmap for entities and businesses that are setting out to achieve carbon neutrality for any subject that they have unambiguously identified and clearly defined. So listeners, the PAS 2060 specifies several requirements which must be met by the entity wishing to demonstrate carbon neutrality through the quantification reduction and offsetting of greenhouse gas emissions. And our listeners, I'm sure, will be interested to know that PAS 2060 can be applied by regional or local governments, communities, organisations or companies that are parts of organisations, clubs or social clubs, families and even individuals. The subject of such declaration from an entity can include their activities, products, services, buildings, projects and major developments, towns and cities, and even events. PAS 2060 clearly defines the clauses and requirements to achieve and demonstrate carbon neutrality. Within this, you must demonstrate the subject of the intended claim of carbon neutrality. You must quantify the carbon footprint of that subject using a recognised methodology. Following this, a carbon footprint management plan must be developed and a declaration of commitment to carbon neutrality made 
in accordance with the requirements of PARS 2060. After this, action must be taken to reduce the carbon footprint of the determined subject and establish the effectiveness of such actions. Following these reductions, the carbon footprint of the determined subject must be re-quantified whilst ensuring that the subject remains unchanged. This will determine the residual greenhouse gas emissions using the same methodology applied for the original quantification. A carbon offset programme must then be introduced to balance out any residual greenhouse gas emissions. It must be stated here that there will always be residual greenhouse gas emissions after reductions as some emissions are unavoidable. In the event that carbon neutrality is achieved, a declaration of achievement of carbon neutrality will then be made in accordance with the requirements of the PARS 2060. So listeners, what we have discussed so far covers the steps that your organisation must undertake to complete the process of implementing PAS 2060 and therefore carbon neutrality within your organisation. The layout of this standard and clause content sets out a clear roadmap for carbon neutrality for your organisation to follow. When it comes to the methodologies, the specification provides you with examples you can use to ensure the correct methods are used to deliver evidence to substantiate your organisation's declaration for carbon neutrality. The preferred order would be ISO, International Standards, Standards with International Acceptability, e.g. regional or national standards, or recognised proprietary industry, industry or trade methods that are considered to be robust enough to demonstrate carbon neutrality in accordance with this PAS. These methods must be reliably and repeatedly validated. However, there is an option in your organisation to develop your own methodology, provided that it meets the principles and requirements of the PARS 2060 specification. The results of this methodology must be reliable and reproducible results and is freely available for peer review. So listeners, documentation is key within the PARS 2060 process. Evidence used to substantiate your organisation's claims and declarations shall be fully documented and retained by your organisation to support your journey in the PARS 2060 process. The period for retainment is the time where the status of carbon neutrality is valid and for a period of six years thereafter. When determining and substantiating the subject, your organisation must uniquely identify itself, uniquely identify the subject of the declaration, establish the purposes, objectives or functionality inherent to said subject. Your organisation must ensure that the definition of the subject remains unchanged through every stage of the methodology. Documenting the rationale for the subject selection is important and your organisation must explain the reason for any resulting material greenhouse gas emissions. So listeners, in all cases, the methodology selected to define the subject and the greenhouse gas emissions associated shall be included and converted into tonnes CO2 equivalent. 100% of both scope 1 and 2 emissions relevant to the subject shall be included in the footprint. Where estimates of greenhouse gas emissions are used in the quantification of your organisation's footprint, 
particularly associated with scope 3 emissions, shall be determined in a way that avoids underestimation. And listeners, there are materiality rules when it comes to PAS 2060. Material emissions are those that contribute to at least 1% of the carbon footprint and shall be taken into consideration. Anything less than 1% can be excluded as immaterial emissions on that basis alone. However, the total quantified carbon footprint shall cover at least 95% of the emissions from the subject. And if one source is more than 50% of the total emissions, the 95% threshold still applies to the remaining emission sources are the emissions that arise directly from sources owned or controlled by your organisation. Scope 2 emissions are those that arise from the generation of energy utilised in direct connection to activities on your site but occur at sources owned or controlled by another organisation. Scope 3 emissions are your other indirect emissions that usually occur down your supply chain and are normally a consequence of your activities conducted by your organisation, but occur at sources controlled or owned by another entity. An example of this would be waste management and waste treatment or life cycle impacts of products and services. So listeners, achieving carbon neutrality is beneficial for your organisation and business in several ways. Being certified and having achieved carbon neutrality differentiates yourself in the market, highlighting better corporate social responsibility and encouraging customers to make a conscious effort to do business with your organisation. By showing leadership within your organisation, you can encourage employees to do their part, both in work, through creating new products and services, and in their personal lives too. By changing behaviour on high emission activities like energy use and business travel, you can reduce the cost to your business and decrease your carbon footprint simultaneously. Achieving carbon neutrality through PAS 2060 will encourage stakeholders within your organisation to make similar changes, which could also reduce your scope 3 emissions. By motivating those within your supply chain and demonstrating to investors that you are measuring, disclosing and managing the climate risks your organisation poses. Lastly, avoiding regulation that taxes carbon consumption in the future could be avoided through achieving carbon neutrality, uh, which would be a huge benefit, particularly to small to medium enterprises, in ensuring your organisation is also future-proofed. So listeners, here at Crowbury Consulting, uh, we do offer services to support you in your journey to achieving carbon neutrality through applying PAS 2060. We can support you and offer guidance in substantiating your claims, quantifying your carbon footprint, creating a carbon management plan and encouraging looking at different offsetting options so you can achieve carbon neutrality. Please get in touch with us today for a quote on these different options to support you with PAS 2060. We also offer online training courses through our Teachables platform that can introduce you to the concepts within PAS 2060 to enhance your knowledge of every clause of the standard and how to achieve carbon neutrality within your organisation. 
So listeners, that brings us to the end of this podcast on carbon neutrality and the PAS 2060 framework. I would like to thank all of you for listening to the podcast today at Sustainability Street, and I hope you found the introduction to PAS 2060 beneficial and educational. Please do follow us on all of our socials, including Instagram at Cobra Consulting and Twitter at Cobra Energy. And also please visit our website, www.cobraconsulting.com to check out our other services that we can help you with, including ISO management systems. Thanks very much. Goodbye and tune in for the next episode.